Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank, yeah man, Gabenda, Gloga, thank you so much for uh, coming through tonight and joining us for our discussion. I took a bit of a dig earlier on um, at the people, Basimbo Makoloni, myself included, of course. Uh, in that, Singaba Sevens is a cool of a cooler boxes. Siapunga, a cool well like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, I want us maybe to start off there just briefly your journey the story of Igusasa Green and uh, how you make uh, a very popular product in the Eastern Cape and I certainly hope about the Eastern Cape and I certainly hope about the Eastern Cape and I certainly hope about the Eastern Cape Yes, uh, thank you Ken. I think um, uh, just to uh, paint a, a, a brief a story we mm. started in 2013 uh, in a small town called uh, Stateran, Kumagar. And I think we started with about five people and a very interesting journey that um, has ended up in Timbaza, an industrial area just 70 kilometers out of East London. Uh, we now have about um, 60 employees, of which 90% of those people are youth and a fair representation of, of women. Mm. Um, we manufacture... Um, I, I, I always like to stress that we, we are not necessarily a cooler box manufacturer, but we chose cooler boxes as a strategic exercise to build a brand around our company. So in essence, we are a, a plastic converter. We manufacture um, um, uh, plastic products that we, we service the retail uh, sector with, uh, the entertainment sector, the agricultural sector, um, to mention a few. Um, so we, 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 we are currently based in Timbara and a decision we took to say, look, we, we started the business of limitations in space and other challenges. We decided to move to Timbara. You would recall that Timbara at one stage had, um, about 250 factories that were, that mm. were functioning, of which as circle, we, we, we were literally one of the few that, uh, took the bait and, and, and weathered the storm to hit the call your province in terms of industrial revitalization to, to go back to Timbaza. So we started that journey there. Obviously, aligning it to our growth and, and, and futuristic goals as well, because, I mean, we understand that uh, Eastern Cape as, as a whole is, is dependent on, on the automotive sector. Mm. And as a result, if, if Mercedes-Benz and, and the likes were, the, were to pull out of, of the province, that would be a huge blow. So basically, it was to align ourselves to that to that uh, sort of initiative and agenda of the province to say, look, we need to do something different here. We need to start revitalizing these industrial areas. We need to start tapping into the skills that were there mm. in the past. Um, looking at stuff like I like the example of of of, of the study that you did in, in the last scenario we we're talking about because our people uh, literally live uh, uh, within a five kilometer radius of where the industrial park is. Yeah. So they so there's no there's no literally no carbon footprint and whatever money they would be spending in terms of uh, transport, it's literally a uh, value adding into their lives. So it's it's those it's those kind of intricacies that one needs to zoom it. Um just to mention a few we manufacture when I say we service the retail sector, we manufacture for the likes of Masmat, our products are found at Game, found mm. at Macro and Dorters. We service uh, shop right as well. Um, we do 
the agricultural sector to a distributive hours, um, Agrinet, which okay. services Pladek as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting journey. Yeah. Let, let's talk just about that. I mean, I guess this, this transition from one, building up this production line that allows you to mm-hmm. produce all of these things that you produce, which is probably not the whole story because the other part of the story is how do you get it to me as a consumer? Um, how did you manage, I guess, to navigate what is sometimes a seeming maze for many suppliers uh, to be able to access shelf space in many of the retailers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been an, an interesting time. Uh, cheers, not in um, It's not an easy task. Um, uh, and I must mention that we, we've benefited from the supplier development initiative driven by MassMart quite quite a lot. Uh, they've they've taken us through the paces and they've held our hands. It it has had up and downs, um, but we've certainly benefited a lot from the relationship with them. Um, um, but like like you say, out 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 stress that it it's it's challenging in a sense to say being being from a previous disadvantage background. Uh, to find yourself having to navigate the corporate uh, world and and the intricacies around um, having to bolster uh, through those spaces and and to stab those relationships because it's it, I mean uh, if you, you you do understand it's been a lily white kind of scenario where these guys are operating at at at, at, at liberty. So if you are coming as a, as a, as a, as a previous citizen advantage player and mm. you want to step, that it becomes a challenging scenario. Fine, the executives at, at some level might understand that we are talking BE, we are talking development. This is the initiative for the country, but at operational level, it becomes a, a challenging scenario. Uh, you you are talking with buyers that have had relationships for several years. Mm. And you are coming with minimal uh, products competing against companies that are established, 250, 300 schools. So you, you are bound at some stage to encounter challenges. And these are some of the intricacies that people don't understand that you might be looked at as, as a black business that has not made it or was unsuccessful. You don't know what you're doing. But people don't understand that when you get to that level, it, it, it becomes frustrating and challenging to have minimalistic approach and, and resources and to to compete at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I guess, you know, the other dynamic of course is for you with where you're sitting now, um, I mean, manufacturing is a game of scale. And I'm quite interested, sure. I guess, in what for you the next looks like. Is it about massifying your scale? Is it about getting new markets? Or, or is it about, you know, being able to reinvest in your line to be able to do both of those things? So, so I, want to say, I think it's a combination so there with, with, mm. of all the things that you're mentioning. Sure. Because uh, realistically, you need, uh, like for instance, in our case, uh, plastic conversions about tonnage. It's not, it's not uh, a case of you making cooler boxes. It's how much tonnage you convert in the month. Uh, to make a profit, so it's 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 product diversification, it's it's expansion, it's efficiency, it's 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 um, uh, being being agile and nimble and and knowing what's coming, the trends and 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 all of that, and being able to position yourself in the market, understand exactly what is the appetite, how best can I can I take the advantages that are coming out my way and and be able to. Uh, entertain those opportunities. So it's a combination of all of those things. Mm-hmm. And and I guess I mean, I like the point you had made earlier on. 
you produce um, in the Eastern Cape, a province oh. which I guess has experienced rapid deindustrialization over the last few decades or so. Sure. What are some of the things that you think really make it difficult for a manufacturer or an industrialist like yourself to operate? Um, not only things that are directly in, you know, uh, influencing your line, but even other things like how you get your product to all the markets that you need to get it to. So that's a very interesting question. So in my other life, I, I chair uh, and I'm a co-founder of an initiative called the Non-Automotive um, uh, manufacturing cluster Eastern Cape, which sure, is an, sure. uh, an initiative that uh, has got a member of about 65 black industrialists. Um, and, and the idea there is to create an enabling environment for us as a community of, of black industrialists to share uh, skills and ideas and, and our pains and to make sure that we, 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 we protrude better on the other side. So one of one of the things we 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 experience is that um, in as much as uh, I talk specifically about our province, in as much as we've got great policies uh, on paper, um, uh, there's a there's a huge void or gap um, between that and what is actually happening on the ground. Mm. The reality is that we 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 are suffering. Um, I, 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 for 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 lack of a better word, I would I would say. Uh, you would know that uh, nine out of ten uh, small businesses that are started fail actually within within a year, and uh, and and statistically that that is a reality, mm. um, which which makes our lives uh, difficult. For instance, one of, one of the challenges I would I would, I would say we face for for us is that. Uh, making stuff like cooler boxes, uh, uh, right enough, you want to create jobs in the Eastern Cape, you want to create livelihood, uh, mm. you want to alleviate poverty, but you 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 are shipping air, because 95% of our customers are in Johannesburg. Mm. You are shipping air uh, to Johannesburg, you are suffering um, uh, logistically, and your your competitors gain an edge that way. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's a chicken and an egg situation if you're trying to balance that act and and the pandemic also hasn't made things easier as well in as much as we've tried to sustain and not retrench anyone but it's certainly been a really hard and and interesting journey but i mean we're still here and we're soldiering on sure sure any export markets uh we we currently looking at that, but we have been uh, doing SADC through uh, the likes of Agrinet and, and Basmat. Okay. We haven't we haven't independently uh, done any export, but it's something we're working on as mm. we grow and, and look at different opportunities in and around the manufacturing space. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, just your local market there, I mean, how have they received the product? Now we can figure and you see people carrying your cooler box and 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 as maybe as ambient now is lot of trouble but i mean i'd be interested just to hear your reflections on that and how people you know have uh, experienced and received your product look we 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 we've got quite a diverse range of of brands so we've got our own in-house brand which is the roma cooler box um which is um, a, a brand that we've named after my partner michael roma which has been a very Integral part of the journey with with through with Ecosasa. Mm. Uh, we also do uh, a range um, of 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 uh, like third party manufactured cooler box for Camp Master for Masmat, 
and for Bush Baby as well, for ShopRite. So there's, a, there's quite a, a, a broad range of products that we make, and it's always interesting to see people... Um, whether some Rabin and people start opening their booths for after tears and you see this color box and you actually ask them, you actually know where this stuff comes from. No, I bought it in gay. Uh, mm. So it's, it's, it's always interesting and fascinating and, and always, I think it's, it's, it's what gives Umdu the energy to wake up and say, despite all the challenges and, and, and the pains and you, you still feel energized when you see this kind of stuff floating around and sure, you know you've, sure put your, your, your certain tears around it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know you're, you do a lot of R&D, and I'm quite interested, sure. I guess, when you do that R&D, how that translates to new products, what's thinking, what you're thinking is there, and maybe what uh, consumers might expect and anticipate from yourselves. Yeah, so... Uh it, it's 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 a combination of understanding what like like I said before what what the, the customers want mm. and expect in that space because I mean uh, what actually gave birth to this to this company is is the fact that myself and and my my other partner which the two of us are executives we are outgoing uh, people and would always go out to the trans guy uh, camping and fishing. Mm. So we'd always get frustrated when we get there and we have to circulate these electronic cooler boxes. And, and we thought, look, the, the, there might be a simpler way of manufacturing a product that's going to hold ice for seven days mm. uh, without necessarily being plugged or circulated uh, through batteries and all of that. So that's what, that's what gave people uh, uh, to the initial concept, but as we go along, you find you you like now we've got a, a product we call the Putty Cube, which is a cheaper cooler box uh, that is square yeah. that we've designed that it doesn't it doesn't fall over or roll over when you're driving in in the boot of a car and mm. and, and and the likes of that. We've got stuff uh, cooler products that we've made for game viewing, which is a flat cooler box that fits under your game view vehicle. So it's stuff like that. You just need to find solutions and answers to problems that are linked to the kind of um, uh, product outline that you have. No, thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us tonight. Thank you to you, sir. That there is Tamsang Goa. He makes uh, yeah, yeah, very interesting.